The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network, The Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hey folks, Bob here with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase Item of the Week. If the Twitter toddler in the White House has you completely stressed out, head on over to BubbleGenius.com and pick up their exclusive Republican voodoo doll featuring the face and body of our cartoon dictator. This item is only available for a limited time, so get yours now. Only $25 at BubbleGenius.com, with a third of the proceeds going to support the campaigns of resistance candidates across the country. Plus, if you use our promo code BOBC at checkout, you'll get 15% off your entire order only at BubbleGenius.com. And now, let the cartoons begin. Says who? Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Have you never had sex with a porn star? Then you need a lawyer to give that porn star large amounts of cash. Not your own cash, his own cash. Call the law firm of Michael Cohen and Associates. Michael Cohen is the leader in giving porn stars money for no reason at all. Michael Cohen gave me $225,000. And I don't even know why. You pay nothing. Michael Cohen pays everything. The law firm of Michael Cohen and Associates, world's dumbest slash most generous lawyers. Call 1-800-DUMBASS-4. That's 1-800-D-U-M-A-S-S-4. Michael is dumb and he has a whole lot of money. Says who? Bob Seska. Today's Rachel Maddow Show Award for Headline Excellence goes to Bob Seska. The Bob Seska Show. Says who? Says who? Says who? Says who? Says who? Says who? God damn it! I, I know I'm in danger of wearing it out. Says who? <laughs> I know I'm in danger of ruining it, but... Says who? We have to do it. It is Tuesday, uh, April 10, 2018, and this is the Bob Seska Show presented by BubbleGenius.com. Mm-hmm. I, of course, am Bob High. Hello, Bob. We are brought to you by BubbleGenius.com. It's the best soap in the world. Also brought to you by the Bowen Law Group and attorney Charles J. Bowen. It's at TheBowenLawGroup.com where you will get the best legal representation. And I assure you, Charles Bowen's just waiting to pay off porn stars for you. Says who? <laughs> I, I can't guarantee that he'll actually do that, but uh, you know, I'm just throwing that out there. Maybe a new business model for Charles Bowen. All right, let's do this. Uh, TV's Buzz Burbank is right here. Hi, Buzz. Bowen offer not applicable in your state. <laughs> hi hi bob well i hope you're happy you know this show the free version of the show opens with a commercial of from bubble genius yes the the wonderful company that sells uh, wonderful soaps and one of the lines in that opening commercial is if the twitter toddler in the white house has you completely stressed well i think it's the other way around i think i think right now it's the twitter toddler who's stressed He's the one who needs the soap. And, and you know what? I mean, that's what I've been saying since the very beginning. I, I think we need to make it so that he is the one who's freaking out and not yeah, us, yeah. where we've got well, to turn the uh, the fire hose of news back around and, and hit him with it. Oh! Uh, fake news, fake news, so unfair. I hope you're happy because he is he is stressed out now. And I, this occurred to me, I think, yesterday. Or I, I probably stole this from someone. Okay. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> uh, I, I the, It's a meteor shower. A fire hose these days is almost... <laughs> Is almost too narrow. Yeah, that's uh, true. It's because now it's all kinds of stories coming at us from all kinds of mm-hmm. direction. I mean, uh, you know, what what thing are we supposed to pay attention to? I don't know. Uh, the 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 situation in Syria, the the situation with North Korea, the trade war with China, uh, or you know, Stormy Daniels, uh, mm, and yeah. and and how that may more than anything else right now be bringing down this president. Yeah, point of fact here, I don't have anything about Syria in my entire rundown for today. Yeah, There's not a, I know. Not a I know and that's word. and that's both sad and scary, but <laughs> totally understandable. Right, uh, right. right. You know, to me uh, the number one thing always is uh, saving the democracy. Yeah. Put the oxygen mask on democracy and and then, <laughs> you know, save everything else. Uh, because you can't get to the other things if you don't. <laughs> right. So, I mean, they're all e- important, almost equally important. But uh, number one for me is always saving the democracy. And 
it really uh, i i was going to ask you did you sleep as well last night as you had predicted i absolutely did knowing that uh that at the very least i mean you put aside all of the charges and all of the possibilities of things that could happen to michael cohen and of course donald trump and you put all of that aside and at the very least Michael Cohen probably shit himself a little bit when those uh, FBI guys came barreling through his front door. Most of the legal experts I've heard <laughs> say that incontinence is likely in that situation. So yeah, that's yeah. You know what? I, I've got this. I've got this great Rocky Mountain Mike thing to, to kick us off right here today. Oh, good. With, uh... The FBI today raided the offices of President Trump's longtime attorney Michael Cohen, oh, seizing yeah. records. No. so funny he does yeah. such great stuff i just love that that of course is uh abba right yes go and me go and you <laughs> <laughs> and we've got the long instrumental trail so we can talk talk over it at the end uh rocky this, this poor Mike. sap this poor <laughs> sap he's 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 boy like judas in a way i mean yeah. uh michael avenetti the lawyer for stormy daniels is saying uh, predicting that uh, for no other reason than the pressure he's under, mm-hmm. uh, Cohen is likely to fold like a deck of cheap cards. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, now, especially that he's out from under the umbrella of attorney-client privilege. That's the main thing here, that they were able to... On, I mean, on the many char- things. On the important things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The charges yeah. were so severe, and the, uh, the malfeasance was so glaring that... Mm-hmm. The uh, the Southern District of New York, this guy, Jeffrey Berman, who is, of course, a Trump appointee. If you remember back to your news from a, a year ago, Buzz, yes. you remember mm-hmm. Trump fired Preet Bharara and a bunch of U.S. attorneys. And the guy he used to replace Preet Bharara in the Southern District of New York is a, a former Rudy Giuliani law firm partner. Right. Named Jeffrey Berman, who's now the guy who <laughs> authorized, along with Rod Rosenstein, this raid on Michael Co- three Michael Cohen uh, uh, locations: his office, right. his home, and his hotel room where he's staying. Right. I believe it was what what happened to him? What happened to his house? Is his house burned or something like that? Uh, no, 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 no. Although he's he's having a run of bad, bad luck. Aww. He was staying he was staying in a hotel uh-huh. while his uh, house apartment is uh, the apartment he owns his home was being <laughs> redecorated. Uh. And but but see, there's more to it than that. Uh, naturally, yeah. uh, he was renting, leasing, uh, using an office in another law firm that's in uh, Rockefeller Center. And uh, they have now, because uh, they're probably uncomfortable with FBI agents coming and going, mm-hmm. have asked uh, Michael Avenetti to give up the space that they've been letting him use in their office. He's not associated with that office in any other way other yeah. than they let him use uh, an, uh, some office space. So uh, not wanting the kind of attention uh, that Michael Cohen has attracted to them, they've uh, politely asked him to leave. Yep. So he's he's staying in a hotel. He doesn't have access to his house. Uh, he he no longer has actually no longer has an office. <laughs> this poor schmuck. Uh, and 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 Avenetti's right. Uh, Cohen's under so much pressure. Mm. Uh, he you know what was it uh, the the guy we hate Roger Stone was yeah. uh, pr- predicting that Manafort would never fold. Well, the joke's on you, Rog, because because. <laughs> Roger. Michael Michael Cohen <laughs> probably will. Yeah, yeah. I should just tell him Roger Stone's hiding in my closet right now. I just <laughs> hey Roger, 
You're screwed. <laughs> yeah, pass uh, that along to him. By the way, I, I was completely remiss. Mary and Ann Arbor did the the vocals on the Rocky Mountain Mike uh, Cohen Me Cohen You song. So you again, know, I was going to ask because yeah. I didn't think my I didn't think Mike had that falsetto. <laughs> I know, and uh, I was I was job. duly I was duly impressed uh, by the female vocal there. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so the FBI raided the Rockefeller Center office and Park Avenue hotel room of President Donald Trump's longtime personal lawyer Michael D. Cohen on Monday morning, seizing business records, emails, and documents related to several topics, including a payment to pornographic film actress. And now we know it's actually two payments to people who had uh, affairs with Donald Trump, allegedly. Yes. Apparently, there are communications between uh, Michael Cohen and the National Enquirer, which paid uh, 150 grand to uh, Karen McDougal, the former Playboy model, Mm -hmm. uh, to stay quiet about her affair. And a lot of people get confused on this point. Stormy Daniels did Trump one time. Yeah. Uh, uh, Karen McDougal claims that she had a a lengthy, a fairly lengthy affair. Uh, so uh, on the, right after the birth of of Baron, uh, the the president's son. Oh my so, god! So uh, you know the, she was paid too. She was paid by the National uh, Enquirer, the publisher, a friend and, mm-hmm. and staunch supporter of Trump's. Uh, paid for exclusive rights to the story that they never published. In other words, they paid to keep the story suppressed, and yeah. she wants to tell her story as well. So uh, apparently, then this means that. That Michael Cohen had at least some communication with the national, the folks at the National Enquirer uh, about this, which which uh, sucks him into this as well. Yeah. So now he's uh, would appear to be involved in both of these things. Yeah, yeah. So this gets thicker and thicker and thicker the more we hear about it. Uh, right. Let's see what else. FBI agents seized documents using several warrants after the case was referred in part by Mueller to New York federal prosecutors. Cohen attorney Stephen Ryan wrote in an email. The Washington Post reported that Cohen is being investigated for possible bank fraud and campaign finance mm-hmm. violations. The bank fraud would come, I believe, insofar as he took out a loan to pay Stormy Daniels at the very least with his essential consultants shingle in Delaware and probably lied to the bank about what he was using the money for. You don't you don't apply for a loan with the bank and say, oh, yeah, I'm using this to pay off a porn star who fucked uh, Donald Trump. I'm just letting you know, yeah. just as a matter of disclosure, I'm sure he did not do that at all. At first, at first, we were told the money went from Michael Cohen's account to Stormy Daniels to Michael Avenetti's yep. account, yep. Stormy Daniels' lawyer's account. <laughs> uh, we now know that it passed through a shell company. And uh, banks have a right and an obligation to investigate uh, money and money sources that they find to be unusual or suspicious. Now, the people who authorized this series of raids on Michael Cohen's uh, Mm -hmm. uh, places, uh, I don't know how exactly the Trump people can justify this as being somehow a witch hunt or a bunch of Democrats doing it or some sort of subversive deep state coup against Donald Trump. When, in fact, we're talking about, as I was saying before, this guy, uh, Berman, who's the uh, U.S. attorney in the Southern District of New York, uh, Rod Rosenstein. They're both uh, Trump appointees. And in fact, the judge, I understand the judge who signed off on the search warrant is also a Trump appointee and mm-hmm, therefore mm-hmm. a Trump loyalist and a, a, you know, and a Republican and so on. I'm sure Trump went through that and, whole thing with a loyalty and, oath and what have you. <laughs> and if I may, that, that, uh, U S attorney, uh, Berman, yeah. uh, was not only, is not only a Republican, uh, he's a Trump. He was a Trump supporter, at least during the campaign. Yeah, he was not only a supporter; he was a donor. He was not only a donor; he donated the maximum amount allowed by law. Wow. And the same guy then is compelled to turn around and uh, sign off on this uh, no-knock warrant uh, to raid uh, the attorney for the president of the United States. Yeah, uh, that that couldn't have been a good moment for him, but he did it anyway. <laughs> yeah. And what I what I hope desperately the American people can take away from this is that it does not matter uh, when you're a prosecutor. It does not matter if you are a Republican or a Democrat, you do your job. Yeah. And we're seeing that now in Republican prosecutors Uh, and, and, and by saying that it's a democratic conspiracy is uh, not only a lie, it's a lie told uh, for the intention 
of distracting from and disrupting the truth. Well, of course, that brings us to Donald Trump himself, who just <laughs> went off yesterday whining and whining and whining and just oh, whine, whine, he's, whine. He's, he's mad. He's <laughs> mad. He's throwing toys. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we've ever had a president who's whined this much he just he just can't stop whining whining in the uh in the in the cabinet room uh the other day or yesterday and then whining on twitter just whining 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 this is just a little brief bit of audio from him yesterday oh that's wait i pressed the wrong button it's it's actually a baby crying how about that no it's, in all seriousness donald trump's rant yesterday was uh one of the most defensive crybaby moments in the history of the American presidency. He went off all told for six minutes and 42 seconds, all about this, uh, this raid against Michael Cohen. And, uh, and he just didn't stop. In fact, there was a, it was kind of a donut where in the middle he started talking about Syria because the whole point of this cabinet meeting was to introduce uh, John Bolton, <laughs> who was sitting right next to Trump the whole time, uh, to the generals and to other people. And instead, he went off for all of this time about Michael Cohen with just the middle section about John Bolton uh, himself. So right, was, and, and Syria. Yeah. So it was I took out the part. I, I copied this audio down because I do want to play a little bit of this here. Uh, uh, the middle part was about Syria, but if you take that out, it was all it was like six minutes and 42 seconds of nothing but whining about Michael Cohen and about Robert Mueller. And at one point, Donald Trump says, and this is, uh, pertains to what we were just talking about, he says it's all Democrats. He says it was all Democrats who are responsible <laughs> oh, for this. Oh, the strawberries. It was the strawberry. <laughs> exactly. So here's a, here's a little bit of uh, Donald Trump whining about... Uh, about uh, Robert and, Mueller and, and this deep state coup against him. And and, and may I add uh, maybe another perspective, because I want to listen yeah. for this, too. I okay. heard Lawrence O'Donnell last night describe this as a, a conversation with himself. Yeah. That if pretend for a moment that there's no one in the room and that this is is Trump talking to himself. So not only listen for the whining, the the the, the on and on whining, but also listen for this sort of old man with dementia conversation <laughs> with himself. Right. Here's a uh, here's a little bit of that uh, that bit of audio from yesterday. One trick is to tell them stories oh, that don't go anywhere. Yeah. Like the time yeah, I caught the ferry over to Shelbyville, <laughs> I needed a new heel for my shoe. So I decided to go to Morganville. This doesn't which is what they call Shelbyville in those days. <laughs> okay, that's that yeah, was compare Trump. that. Compare that to what you're about to hear. Okay, yeah, here's the here's the actual Donald Trump. So I just heard that and they broke into the office of... Okay, right off the bat. First first half of the first sentence, they uh, broke into the office yeah, of... Right, they right. broke into it as if they were all wearing ninja suits and they had suction cups on their knees and elbows and they're scaling up the side of Trump Tower or whatever and trying to get in there. No, paper, no, Paper no. beats door. Yeah, <laughs> there's something <laughs> called a search warrant, Mr. President. One of my personal attorneys... Good man. Good man. And uh, it's a disgraceful situation. It's a total witch hunt. I've been saying it for a long time. I've and, and he'll say it about 3,000 uh -huh. times in the next six minutes. wanted to yeah. keep it down. We've given, uh, I believe, over a million pages worth of documents to the special counsel. Mm. Uh, they continue to just go forward. And here we are talking about... Uh, Syria, we're talking about a lot of serious things with the greatest fighting force ever. Yeah, hide, and I, I have that's, this. That's interesting too. How he's he, hiding behind the troops. Did you notice well, he, that he needed to go to Shelbyville to get a shoe? <laughs> right, he used to wear onions on his belt back then. Witch hunt constantly going on for mm. over twelve months now. Twelve months, and actually much more than that. You could say it was right after I won the nomination. It started. And it's a disgrace. Yeah, please, please, Mr. Trump, emphasize the degree of the crime by underscoring the length of the investigation. That's really smart. Of course, the, the thesis that I always go back to is, say it along with me, Trump always makes things worse for Trump and everything right. he's doing here. Of course, you know what the correct answer was? Trump's response should always be, it is the policy of this administration not to comment on ongoing investigations. That's mm -hmm. all he should be saying. But that's of course, the way we did it in my day. Yeah, back in my day when we wore onions on our belt. Okay, here we go. It's, it's frankly a real disgrace. It's mm. a it's a disgrace an on our 
country in a true sense. It's an attack on what we all stand for. Uh, so when I saw this and when I heard it, I heard it like you did. I said, that is really now in a whole yeah. new level of unfairness. Wow. So this has been going on. I, I saw one of the reporters uh, who is not necessarily a fan of mine, not necessarily very good to me. He said, in effect, that this is ridiculous. This he, he's making this up. I don't know. Of he, course. He, he yeah, never saw a, anything like a total lie. <laughs> right. As he draws in the dirt with a stick. <laughs> is now getting ridiculous. They found no collusion whatsoever with Russia. Stop whining. The reason they found it is there was no collusion at all. No collusion. Uh, this is the <laughs> most uh, uh, biased group of people. These people have the biggest uh. conflicts of interest I've ever seen. Uh, Democrats, all, or just about all. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> No, wrong. There were not all Democrats. I mean, Trump appointees authorized this. Wrong. Yes, it's true. Trump appointees, all of them, Rosenstein, uh, Berman. uh, Well, Mueller wasn't appointed by Trump, but he's a Republican. So, I mean, for God's sake, for God's sake, the delusion. Democrats are a couple of Republicans that worked for President Obama. Uh, Yeah. They're not looking at the other side. They're not looking at the Hillary Clinton. Clinton. Horrible things that she did and all of the crimes that were committed. That- all, of the, all of the crimes from Hillary Clinton, all of them. There has never been. I mean, those of you who are just starting to follow politics now at the presidential <laughs> level, uh, I just want to remind welcome. you. Yeah, welcome, first of all. And number two, this never happens. This never happens with never. with presidents who won an election <laughs> to go back and constantly be harping on their former opponent from the election that occurred Almost two years ago. Almost he remains two years ago. He, he remains obsessed, and he's yeah. still, just as he was a year or so ago, still that the schoolyard bully telling the teacher, but look what she did. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. And it, it just, it, it, and I, I predicted, I think, back then, that, that wasn't going to work forever. And I think, <laughs> no. I think we've reached that point. No adult except for Donald Trump falls for that nonsense. Oh, but right. look what she did. Look what she did. And I'm, I'm here and you're attacking me, but she did all these bad things. Right. Uh, Stop whining. Yep, here we go. Not looking at all of the things that happened uh, that everybody is very angry about, I can tell you from <laughs> the Republican side and I think even uh-huh. the independent side. No. They only keep looking at us. So they find no collusion. And then they go from there and they say, well, let's keep going. By the way, independent voters overwhelmingly support the Mueller investigation. Oh, yes, absolutely yeah, yeah. true. It's, it's mm-hmm. just, it's Republicans. And even then, it's a pretty tight margin between support and oppose in the latest polls. So mm-hmm. as far as Trump's involvement, you know, you can go into another series of poll questions about whether Trump is guilty. And of course, the margins are going to be more disparate as far as right. that goes. But as far as the actual Mueller investigation goes... That people want to know about what happened with our right. election. And this th- tells me that there are some open minds out there in the sense yeah. that, no, at the moment, we do not believe he's done anything wrong. But, yes, we want the Mueller probe to continue. What does that tell you? That, that I mean, to me, that says... But we're willing to listen. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, Trump's mistake, too, is to continuously emphasize the no collusion part because it makes it seem as if we're all sitting here going collusion, collusion, collusion. Like we can't wait for collusion to be proved somehow. And when it doesn't get proved, we're going to be so crushed. Well, certainly it's going to be disappointing if if they determine that Donald Trump wasn't personally participating in all of these links with Russia that we're hearing about day after day after day. But at the same time, we're not really, fo- I mean, it's not exclusively about that. As far as I'm concerned, as long as this guy is charged for at least a handful of his crimes, I'll be happy. And if none of those are collusion, Okay, you know, there's obstruction of justice, there's money laundering, there's everything that he's doing here. There's potential now with Michael Cohen of campaign finance violations when they determine right. where this Stormy Daniels money came from. Right. And and of course they're going to oh my god. I I didn't even think to even mention this, but the treasure trove of information that they are going to get from Michael Cohen as far as emails and text messages. Right. I mean, they took the handheld device out of his sweaty hands <laughs> and took it with them. So they yeah. could, whatever phone calls he had been making, whatever texts he had been sending, whether it's you know DMs on Twitter or Facebook or iMessage or whatever the hell he's using, 
that's all now in the hands of the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York, and I love it. I love every yeah, second. Who's of a that. Republican? Yeah. yeah, and and this is stuff. I mean, this is stuff that the Mueller's people found along the way, mm-hmm. but they realized and they said to themselves or to each other, uh, you know what? This is not within our purview. This is yeah. not what. Uh, this is not within our our assignment. Uh, However, we are allowed to, with Justice Department approval, hand this over to uh, another division of the State Department. And Rod Rosenstein himself Mm. uh, signed off on this, as well as that Republican U.S. attorney in New York. Uh, So, uh, you know, this is all pretty righteous and above board. Uh, Stuff's getting very real here. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And Trump is in so much trouble. I don't think he realizes how much trouble he's in. Maybe now, maybe now a little bit, it's starting to sink in. uh, Starting to sweat it. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And and in just a few minutes, I want to play a little bit more of this audio, but in just a few minutes, don't let me forget, I want to talk about why Donald Trump really doesn't have any good courses of action here, why it's going to be next to impossible for Donald Trump to stymie the Mueller investigation, especially now. And so I want to make sure we come back to that. So uh, remind me, because I'll probably forget. (laughs) I've made a note. Okay, thank you. And they raid an office of a personal attorney early in the morning. You go into the office. Uh, And I think it's a disgrace. So we'll be talking about it more. But this is the most conflicted group of people I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. The He's Attorney ever General seen. made a terrible mistake. Yeah, it's Jeff when Sessions. he did this, and when he recused himself, or he should have certainly let us know if he was going to recuse himself. <laughs> yes, he should have told and us. And we would have used a put a different Attorney General in. Yeah, right. So he's going to say to Trump, you know, they're talking in the Oval Office where Trump is getting ready to hire. Well, maybe they're in Trump Tower during the transition, and Jeff Sessions says uh, something along the line. Well, Mr. President, I don't think uh, I can handle the Russia investigation. So when I when I am confirmed, and I do hope I'm confirmed. I will uh, recuse myself. And Trump goes, wrong, wrong, wrong. No, you're not. Wrong, 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 wrong. wrong. No, you're not going to recuse yourself. That was never anything that was ever possibly going to happen. I mean, how would he have known at that time? (sighs) He didn't. That's why he asked around before doing it. And it's it's just interesting to watch in the meantime, uh, Sessions uh, apparently trying to impress the boss by uh, getting harsh uh, with all the people Trump wants him to be harsh with. So he can say to the boss, look what I did. Look what I did. Look what I did for you. Look I look at yep. this thing I did that you wanted. Look at uh, what a good job and how many things I'm doing uh, to carry out your agenda uh, on immigration and uh, those sorts of issues. Uh, and that's and that and the fear of public wrath for firing uh, and political wrath for firing Sessions are the only things that are keeping Sessions employed. As you can hear in that comment, Trump still wants his ass out of there. Yeah, and, and to me, that is borderline obstruction of justice. That is saying, sure. that yeah. is telegraphing to the world on the day that his personal attorney's office, home, and hotel room were raided that, oh yeah, you know what I would have done if uh, my attorney general had uh, had decided that he was going to recuse himself from the Russia investigation, I never would have nominated him in the first place because instead I would have nominated someone who was going to kill the Russia investigation, right. not recuse themselves from it. Oh, really, Mr. President? Is that true? Really, you would have done that? Right. And- Saying such a thing is not in itself obstruction of right, justice, right, right. but it again goes to what I've talked about before, which is a thing that prosecutors look at called consciousness of guilt. There you go. It's, it's one of the needles in the haystack or it's one of the straws in the haystack uh, that that make up this case for obstruction. Uh, it in itself is not a violation. In a long list of other similar things, uh, you see evidence that supports the accusation yep. of uh, obstruction charges. Okay, just a, a couple more seconds here before we go to break. Here's more sure. uh, Trump from yesterday. So he made what I consider to be a very terrible mistake for the country. <laughs> But you'll figure that out. All I can say is after looking for a long period of time, and even before the special counsel, because it really started just about from the time I won the nomination. Right when Manafort and and Rick Gates and Jeff Sessions were all meeting with Russians at the RNC. That was right right about the time when this all started. Thank you, Mr. President, for putting a button on that. I appreciate Uh you putting a little bit of a bookend on everything to emphasize when the collusion kind of really hit its high water mark. He's marking the timeline for us. Yes, (laughs) Yes, thank you very much, Mr. President. And uh, you look at what took place and what happened, and 
It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. Did I mention it's a disgrace? President now for what seems like a lengthy period of time. That's a, a disgrace. Job. <laughs> We've uh, beaten ISIS. We have just about 100% of the caliphate or the land. I got all A's and B's on my report card, Mommy. The stock market dropped a lot today. Why, why are you yelling me when I did so good on my report card? That's going on. It dropped a lot. It was up, way up, and then it dropped quite a bit at the end. Yeah, it dropped quite a bit at the end thanks to your shenanigans with China. 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 Looks down, looks down, draws in dirt. <laughs> China! <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, that's. I think that's enough. I think that's as much of uh, Donald Trump's voice that people can handle at this point. So yeah. Well, and he did go on then to call it an attack on America, yeah. uh, which is you know just gives you an idea where his head is at. Yeah. I will after the break remind you to tell us why and how he's out of options. Oh yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. So right, the attack on America would be you know the rule of law. Right. It's so telling that Donald Trump believes that the rule of law is an attack upon the United States by the deep state or whatever the hell he's right. conjuring here. It's just the so... Demo- the so democratic coup, yes. Yeah, the democratic coup. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, so, holy crap. I am... Uh, <laughs> I, I can't believe that I actually had time to shave this morning, but I am freshly clean-shaven today. Thanks to my Harry's razors. I love my Harry's razors. I can't stop using them. If I could shave twice in a day, I would. Otherwise, uh, uh, without my Harry's razors, of course, I would never shave. I would have a big, long uh, ZZ Top beard. But because I have my Harry's razors, it makes shaving good and fun and makes my face feel great. I'm a longtime Harry's fan, Buzz. I love my Harry's razors. Super comfortable. In my hand and on my face, and it's the closest shave imaginable. The guys who founded Harry's were just fed up with high-priced razors with unnecessary and silly features. They knew it comes down to great blades made with sharp, durable steel that lasts. That's why they bought a factory that's been making some of the world's highest quality blades for nearly 100 years. And by selling direct to you on the internet, they can offer a much lower price than the leading brand, more than 50% lower. That is a lot, especially for razors. And And because it is a quality safety razor, even Mm -hmm. on the most stressful days, you won't cut yourself. Yeah, absolutely. That that is the most amazing thing. You won't cut yourself. And and the thing that I keep experiencing is literally zero razor burn. With all the other razors, I always, especially down around my neck, where sort of my jawline meets my neck, that whole area right there, would always got the lubricating strip and it's flexible and everything so yeah yeah it do that and the harry shave bomb and all of it prevents all of that i don't have to deal with that anymore and by selling direct to you on the internet they can offer a much lower price that's 50 percent lower and harry stands behind the quality of their blades if you don't love your shave let harry's know within 30 days and they'll give you a full refund right now you can get a trial gift set valued at 13 bucks as part of a special offer to my listeners. It includes everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. Harry's weighted ergonomic handle, a five-blade razor with lubricating strip, trimmer blade, and travel cover, and Harry's rich, lathering, great-smelling shave gel. My listeners can redeem their Harry's uh, set at harrys.com slash B-O-B-C. Again, that's harrys.com slash B-O-B-C. Go to harrys.com slash B-O-B-C to redeem your offer and let them know I sent you to help support the show. Go do it right now. The Bob Seska Show. Hello, Bob. Whoops, wrong button. Says who? Ha! There we go. The Bob Seska Show, <laughs> presented by BubbleGenius.com. All right, well, that was a train wreck. What can I say? Well, that's appropriate these days, isn't it? We're living we're living in a train wreck. I, I, every once in a while, I'm just tempted to mash down all of the buttons on my uh, on my machine here. I think you're entitled at this point. <sighs> okay, so a uh, lot still to get to today, of course. Make sure to keep uh, shopping at our Amazon link at bobseska.com. It's the all-caps Amazon link just beneath the logo at bobseska.com. Takes you right to the front page of amazon.com. You go shopping as normal, and we get a teeny tiny commission from some of the things you purchase. Thank you for going and shopping through our Amazon link. Okay. It's okay now because Trump has stopped uh, tweeting, as you pointed out, against Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, because he has uh, other fish to (laughs) avoid frying. Right. You notice notice the whole Amazon thing has gone away on Trump's Twitter feed these days? I saw that you had tweeted that, and that is absolutely correct. Yeah. So now, now, will you tell us uh, how and why you think the president is out of options? Okay, yeah. Now, let's see if I can put this together in a way that doesn't sound too incredibly wonky um okay so trump 
the, the whole argument is that Trump at some point is going to fire Robert Mueller. It could be now, it could be tomorrow, it could be a week from now, it could be never. And yep. the reason I believe it's more likely to be never is mm-hmm. because there is, I mean, he can fire whoever the hell he wants, but it's not ever going to stop the special counsel's office from continuing its investigation. Right. First of all, let's say, for example, the most likely route is Trump fires Rosenstein. The whole idea is to get Rosenstein out, to appoint someone Mm -hmm. in Rosenstein's place who Mm -hmm. will then agree to fire Robert Mueller. Correct. Well, the next guy in line, just in the next tier down below Rosenstein, is this guy named, I want to say Pablo Francisco, but it's not Pablo Francisco. I know the last name is Francisco. Pablo Francisco Mm -hmm. is a voice guy and a comedian. (laughs) It's definitely not that guy. But his and last not a NASCAR name, driver. Exactly okay. right. So this last guy, last name of this guy is Francisca, and so Francisco would take over Rosenstein's part. And there's uh-huh. no telling, as the acting deputy right. attorney general, whether or not this guy Francisco would then fire Mueller. But if he did fire Mueller, the second in command at the Office of Special Counsel would take over that spot, and the investigation would continue. If that guy would then get fired. The third in line at OSC would take over that spot and continue the investigation. They have set this up now, and we learned this through a uh, a legal filing last week that says that they now have an order of succession within the OSC, within the Office of the Special Counsel, that will prevent, even if they get rid of Robert Mueller, there is going to be someone who is going to take over as the official special counsel. And so there is no killing that entire office. It just can't can't happen. I had sensed that from the beginning, and in the early days of this, people were expressing concern that, well, oh my gosh, if Mueller's fired, then it's all over. You can't have 17 prosecutors who know what they know, who possess what they possess, and not see that investigation move forward. Mm -hmm. There is that right uh, for them to turn it over to other prosecutors. We've talked before about how this can be prosecuted at the state level. Obviously, the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Southern District of New York has shown it's not afraid uh, to charge the president of the United States or at least uh, his his associates in, in uh, pursuing this, these crimes. So, uh, no, on no level does this go away. It is uh, terribly symbolic. It is a red line for Trump to cross, I think, even with a lot of Republicans. Uh, the show... This this novel, this Russian spy novel that we're reading, <laughs> just keeps getting yeah. – you, you keep reaching a point in the story and you think, oh, my gosh, the tension can't build any greater than the point we've already reached. Mm-hmm. And and then it does. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and boy, you know, that – so the book is a little longer than we expected, mm-hmm. but it, it gets more interesting. I'm seeing more interest uh, from people in what's going on now, I think people got very fried and very burned out on hearing this constant onslaught about Trump. Uh, but now we've gotten to the exciting part of the soap opera, and uh, people are uh, have perked up and are paying much closer attention. And again, the real question is, how insane does he get? I mean, right now, it's right. a lot of talk. He really hasn't taken any action along those lines. And there's also a possibility that the action he's going to take is sort of a wag the dog scenario where he just yes, carpet yes. bombs the shit out of Syria uh, to yes. distract everyone from this or that. Plus, he gets the bonus of the commander in chief bonus points uh, leading into a uh, midterm election. So you have that going on. But suffice to say, um, Trump would have to replace Rosenstein or Sessions with uh, an acting attorney general or an acting deputy attorney general, someone within the Justice Department. Otherwise, what's going to happen is if he appoints someone to either of those posts from outside, Mm -hmm. those people would have to go through Senate confirmation before they actually become attorney general or deputy attorney general. That's the way the process works. And right. And in that case, you're talking about a testimony where the first and last question in those hearings would be, are you planning to fire Robert Mueller? Will you pledge to us that you will not fire Robert Mueller? Right. Same thing happened with uh, with Archibald Cox and the uh, the attorney general during uh, or the second attorney general during Watergate, where yeah. they made a deal. Where is it? You can't you can't do this. You are, if you're going to do this, you need to resign. And then so the the attorney general whose name is slipping my mind right now, the attorney general 
who was ordered to fire Archibald Cox in the Saturday Night Massacre. I'm Is it forgetting. Kleindienst? Richard Kleindienst? I don't think so. I no. think it was, no. I, God, I'm going to kill myself for forgetting this. But nevertheless, Sorry. I mean, the point being is that when he was in his confirmation hearings in the Senate, he made a deal that Archibald Cox would not be fired. And then when right. Nixon ordered Archibald Cox to be fired uh, through the attorney general, the attorney general resigned. And that was all part of the deal. So I imagine a similar deal would be made with whoever yes. would take over for Jeff Sessions. Donald Trump ultimately has his hands tied. Now, the only way he would be able to proceed through this minefield with Robert Mueller trying to kill the special counsel's investigation would be extra legally or extra constitutionally. If he stepped outside the bounds of all of that, he could, he could reasonably say, okay, I'm firing Robert Mueller. He could tweet right now. Robert Mueller has been fired. That would bear no weight legally whatsoever. He could, tr no. again, he could try that and he could exert his executive muscle by getting the military to surround the office or whatever. <laughs> and prevent Robert Mueller and his staff from actually getting into the building. I mean, that's a possibility, too, which by which they would just move to another building. But right. nevertheless, that's the only way Mueller at this point or the when I say Mueller, I mean the entire investigation. Right. The only the only way the entire investigation gets killed is if Donald Trump steps outside the bounds of the Constitution. And if he does, then I would imagine and I've got my fingers crossed here when I say this is I would imagine the Republicans might have something to say about that. Already, Senator yes. Tom Tillis is proposing legislation uh, today to protect Robert Mueller. And that's, again, a Republican senator has proposed that legislation in the United States Senate today. So you, we have to downside. look, we, as much as, as focused as we are on this story, yeah. we have to never lose sight of the bigger picture. I expressed last week uh, my concern that things, certain things might go very well for Trump as president, yeah. and that will make our job harder. What a, North Korea now offering denuclearization as a topic yeah. for uh, Kim's upcoming talks with Trump. What if that works? Uh, what if the trade war that has sent the stock market screwy over the last couple of weeks uh, China now coming forward with uh, what appear to be concessions to mm -hmm. some of Trump's demands in terms of opening up their car market to uh, cars made in the United States and yeah. other countries. Uh, what if uh, Trump's threatened trade war works and gets the United States the better deal that he said he was going to get from China? What if he succeeds on some of these things? Uh, while unemployment is at uh, low and uh, the, the stock market, despite its erratic behavior, still uh, comparatively strong to recent years, uh, what if that's enough to get him reelected, along with the, the people out there who are convinced that they have somehow benefited from the Republican Trump tax plan. Yeah, I mean, there's always the possibility that something Donald Trump does is actually going to work. But I mean, right. uh, you know, the rule is always, always the rule is that uh, everything that Donald Trump does makes things worse for Donald Trump. And so uh, the chances are that uh, <laughs> that he could say, for example, he could come away from the Kim Jong-un meeting and say, you know, like Kim Jong-un agreed to denuclearize his military, et cetera, et cetera. He could actually make a case mm -hmm. He could actually come away and say, yeah, even though they it's will not, too. Yeah, and they will. They'll say that even though mm -hmm. it's not true. And he may get a little bit of traction over that for a couple of weeks until Kim Jong-un pops off another nuclear device as a, another test uh, or, or fires off another rocket or something like that. Another typo dong goes sailing over uh, Japanese airspace. And of course, that's blown right out of the water. I don't think. I think, well, I believe that the track record speaks for itself. I don't think that anything Donald Trump does has the possibility of working, though there's always a chance. There's always it, that narrow it, chance that it, something he it, did was good. It, it won't matter if he's in jail, uh, which reminds me, uh, again, to invoke uh, the Firesign Theater. Uh, you were talking about uh, Trump's uh, lawyer, Michael Cohen, yeah. uh, from one of their bits. Uh, uh, an inmate, a prisoner, says, I demand to see my attorney. And the guard says, that's easily done. He's in the next cell. Ah! <laughs> right. And you know what? The, the other thing is, is I'm hearing a lot of uh, a lot of new uh, 
versions of the MAGA acronym, uh, acronym oh, yes, the yeah. Make America Great Again. It's uh, what was it? Uh, my attorney got arrested. That's the uh, that's the yeah. I've, I saw that, and I love all the the variations uh, that have been been done on that uh, that's that's fun we should make them in blue though i think right and that'll be ready to roll too when he actually does get arrested because he, ha- he hasn't been arrested yet so he's, yeah so i'm now, i'm now debunking the meme but i don't mean yeah. to do that it's a funny meme and you know we don't know that he will be arrested i think what we want to see is i i i don't know i guess my main goal is to see him removed from office uh yeah what happens after that you know we're all going to be in uh tricky waters after that but uh, I just think for the sake of the country, uh, I, I really do believe that removing him is best. And I believe that the minority support he still enjoys is on shaky ground. Yeah, but you know what? I'm going to be happy just to see his presidency delegitimized by, let's say, a supermajority of American voters. Like, right. let's say 60 per- right. if 60% of the American people say, you know what? He is an illegitimate president and, and history will record that he is an illegitimate president. Ultimately, that will be enough for me, uh, you know, and I, I certainly am hoping for a lot more than that. But if that's what it comes down to, fine, because I think my main concern, Buzz, in all of this is making sure that this never, ever happens again, that we right. never have to go right. through a right. president who is this despotic. Yes. And the other big step, of course, is the midterm elections yeah. coming up. And I'm very encouraged about what I believe will be an impressive Democratic turnout. By gosh, it better be. It needs to be. It has to be uh, because there are a lot of obstacles to overcome here. But I am feeling uh, confident without being overconfident that we're headed for a big change that will put us on the path to making the changes to keep this from ever happening again. So Trump is backing away from being interviewed by Mueller now because, of course, he is, because Trump always makes things worse for Trump. Uh, because of this uh, this raid against Michael Cohen and Michael <laughs> right. Cohen becoming an increased target of this uh, investigation, or at least not, not necessarily, I don't know if he's necessarily termed as a target literally or if he's just a subject of the investigation. I imagine Southern District of New York makes him now a target of their investigation at the Maybe I think we're safe calling him a person of interest. Person of interest. There you go. And and suffice to say, though, Trump is now using this as an excuse to back away from uh, being interviewed by Mueller. Uh, You know, of course, that's making John Dowd go, "What the fuck?" You know, he's like, "What? I've been telling you this all along, and I resigned because you were refusing to listen to me, and now, now you decide (laughs) that you're not going to do this and put yourself in legal jeopardy." And what's fascinating to me, Buzz, is continuously you see example after example of this coming down on an hourly basis, practically. Trump. Uh, confidants, Trump aides, Trump supporters, Trump insiders, Trump Republican loyalists in Congress are concerned about Donald Trump testifying before Robert Mueller or being interviewed by Robert Mueller because they believe he's going to lie. I mean, what does that say? That some of... of I I think think the greater concern, honestly, and certainly among Trump's lawyers, is not so much that he would intentionally lie because, honestly, his track record, and this is... This I these words don't even come out of my mouth comfortably. Trump's track record under oath is telling the truth. Yeah, <laughs> under oath. That's the only time we can find the documentation of it. But he has, in no case, in of all the depositions he's given, and he's given a few, there is no record of him ever lying under oath. Nope. Uh, so the concern, the greater concern, is that he will simply incriminate himself. Yeah. And there's some YouTube video of Donald Trump's uh, various uh, testimonies and mm-hmm. depositions and so on. And mm-hmm. it's an interesting watch because you get a okay. different, uh, different view of Donald Trump. This is Donald Trump on the defensive, but not being a-hole Donald Trump. He's being right. like, oh, shit, I better, play, I better play nice today, Donald Trump. <laughs> That's the way he behaves in these uh, these depositions. So this remains to be seen. The amount of jeopardy he would be in in an interview like that, I imagine Donald Trump going up against Robert Mueller is not going to end well for Donald Trump, no matter what, whether he tells the truth, whether he perjures himself, etc. But it's just it's telling that his closest people, his, uh, Trump insiders, are saying that, oh, shit, he's going to lie. He's going to lie. I, I think if there's a fear of perjury on the part of Trump's lawyers and friends, yeah. I think the fear is, that uh, he will, that it'll really be by accident, that that somehow Mueller's clever investigators will trap Trump 
into uh, admitting to something that uh, he his lawyers would have preferred he hadn't admitted to. Right. Uh, and I think that's the concern, you know, on the perjury side of things that – uh, that Trump's not smart enough to avoid a trick question. Uh, speaking of Trump's friends, this is an interesting new bit of uh, information that comes to us from the New York Times today. Apparently, in addition to uh, looking for records of payments to two different women who claim they had affairs with uh, Donald Trump, uh, one of the reasons for the raid on Cohen's office was to look for information related to the publisher of the National Enquirer's role right, in right. silencing one of the women. Now, I, I begin to wonder if that was obviously something that was published, if they published things that were intended to uh, to intimidate Stormy Daniels or other woman X, whoever that might be, uh, possibly as, this playboy. As far as I know, they simply play, paid her $150,000 for exclusive rights to an interview that they had no intention of ever publishing. Oh, I they, see. The, the purpose of it was to buy her silence by buying those exclusive rights. It yep. is certainly fair to say that the publisher of the National Enquirer has, since before the election and to this day, published story after story, if you oh, can yeah. call them that, yeah. uh, in support of Trump and against everyone who's against Trump. Uh, this guy's off the rails in terms of his support for Trump. Doing all the kinds of making all the kinds of crazy claims that the Inquirer has always made. Well, meanwhile, uh, Chuck Schumer is warning the president not to uh, not to step out of line here. He said the president suggests right. that the latest events are part of a partisan conspiracy against him. I remind the president that the source of the referral, Special Counsel Mueller, is a lifelong Republican. Of course, uh -huh. no one on the Trump side will acknowledge that. Meanwhile, no. uh, Chuck Grassley weighed in. He said that uh, it would be suicide for President Donald Trump to fire Robert Mueller. The less the president said on this whole thing, the better off he would be, <laughs> the stronger his presidency would be. And that's one of the most coherent statements I've ever heard from Chuck Grassley in the history of Chuck Grassley's statements. In, uh, in Three Stooges parlance, that's quiet, you. <laughs> Exactly right. And then meanwhile, ah, yes, Lindsey Graham in the news. Lindsey Graham said uh, Trump is too too smart to fire Mueller. I would say that's wrong. I think he's just dumb enough to fire Mueller, uh, even though he's not going to be able to legally. But he could absolutely go there. So uh, Lindsey Graham Strength. said that uh, the bottom line is I'm not worried about Trump firing Mueller because I think he's smarter than that. I know he's frustrated. You would be frustrated, too, if your personal attorney had his office raided. Mm -hmm. Strength. Okay. So. Babies in a corner. Never underestimate baby in a corner. <laughs> right. Don't put baby in a corner. All right. Going to take uh, one last break here. We come back. We're going to uh, dig more into uh, what uh, Robert Mueller is up to, specifically, right after these words. You're not going out to play until you've finished all your homework. Oh, mother scrubber. No dessert until you've eaten your vegetables. <sighs> Mother scrubber. Who's mommy's little oogie woogums? Show your mama some love. Give me a kiss. Oh, Mother scrubber. You're not going out dressed like that, are you? Oh, Mother scrubber. This Mother's Day, celebrate the first woman in your life, the one who taught you everything you know with a special something from Bubble Genius. Like our Mother Scrubber gift basket loaded with mama-friendly stuff, including our cocoa butter-enhanced Yo Mama bath bar and hippie stench perfume. Or Fresh Pick Suds, a lovely collection of flower soaps for your sweet ma. How about an artsy Bath of Venus bath bar? Bubble Genius has something for the best mother scrubbing mama out there. Yours. BubbleGenius.com Bob Seska! This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Okay, so Robert Mueller is investigating a $150,000 donation to the Trump Organization in 2015 from Ukrainian billionaire Viktor Pinchuk. 
That was my uh, radio name in 1981. I was Victor Pinchuk. Pinchuk show with you. That's right. The donation by the Ukrainian steel magnet was made in return for a 20-minute appearance by Trump during the campaign and is being investigated as part of Mueller's efforts to examine the streams of foreign money given to Trump and his associates prior to the election. Yeah, that would be a problem, I imagine, because he had already started running for president at that point. Right. And he took $150,000 for delivering a 20-minute thing. Foreign money during the campaign for a 20-minute video. He didn't even have to get in a car to do this. It was a video chat from Trump Tower to Ukraine, Mm -hmm. and it was awkward, and the connection was bad, and it didn't matter (laughs) because it was a reason for the pinchuck to give Trump $150,000 during the campaign. Pinchuk. I just want to drop in of Buzz Burbank saying the word Pinchuk. Pinchuk? Uh, Pinchuk. Uh, yeah, so again, Trump uh, Trump is one of the stupid people. We're like the stupid people. He's one of the stupid. He just doesn't understand what he's doing. He doesn't understand that this is all bad and illegal and improper and whatever other terrible word you want to throw in there. Meanwhile, the, law, the law just isn't at his doorstep right now. It's yeah. at the window and in the closet and... Uh, it's it's he's surrounded on all sides and it couldn't be any closer. Yeah, I mean, along those lines, remember this phrase as you're perusing Twitter, not you specifically, Buzz, but everyone listening, when you're oh, hearing your Trump trolls in your mentions scream at you about attorney-client privilege, mention to them cry, crime fraud exception. Right, oh, uh, I have, yeah. I've already, I'm ahead of you on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In fact, uh, in an article in the Washington Post, they talked to law professor Robert Weisberg. He's the co-director of Stanford's University or Stanford uh, Criminal Justice Center explained that the where these lines might be drawn as far as attorney-client privilege. He said, there's a crime fraud exception to attorney-client privilege. Uh, wow. The affidavits that went into the warrant application and possibly direct conversations with the judge would had to give at least a prima facie reason to believe that the communications, even where they were privileged, give some indication that Cohen was involved in committing or planning some kind of fraud. So you, whatever is in the milieu of committing a crime, mm-hmm. under this right. crime fraud exception, no longer gets attorney-client privilege. So if you're yeah. if you're a, an, a client of a, of an attorney, and say say I go to uh, Charles Bowen and I say, hey, you know what? Let's go over and. Uh, uh, commit some sort of bank fraud. Let's go lie to the bank and get out a big sum of money uh, as we're doing that. And, and and Charles Bowen goes, "Yeah, come on, let's go do that, Bob." And we go marching off to the to the bank and we we put we fill in false information on a loan application and we scam the bank. He he doesn't get to claim attorney client privilege, nor do I in the commission of that crime. That just Bowen doesn't offer not available in your state. <laughs> Exactly right. Uh, that just doesn't work. You can't do that. That's 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 bad, and you will not be allowed to hide behind attorney-client privilege. Of course, right. Donald Trump's going to try to do that anyway. Uh, yeah, he already has. In fact, I guess you, you didn't see. I retweeted his comment uh, this morning. His tweet in, in which he said, uh, "You know, uh, attorney-client privilege is dead," <laughs> and and I retweeted it, the captioning it. Uh, no, it isn't. It just doesn't apply when attorney and or cl- client are suspected of a crime. That's right. And it, it is just that simple. <laughs> you, you don't need a law degree or the words prima facie to uh, to to explain that. It's just that simple. If if they have evidence of a crime, and clearly they do, or they wouldn't have been able to get a no-knock warrant, these, these Republicans in this Democratic coup, uh, they wouldn't have been able to get their warrant if they hadn't uh, evidence of a crime yeah and remember the the trumps they really don't understand attorney-client privilege they have this sort of law and order view of it they don't get the nuances of it like remember remember uh, donald trump jr was testifying before the house intelligence committee and adam schiff came out afterwards was like yeah you know uh, donald trump jr is trying to exert attorney-client privilege in this uh in this hearing this closed-door hearing and it didn't have anything to do with his attorney we were asking about things that had nothing to do with his lawyer and yet he was saying Oh, this is attorney-client privilege. I don't have to answer that question. And so they, they have this skewed, twisted idea that it's this blanket immunity where they don't have to answer any questions from anybody as long as their attorney is sitting there. That does, it's not the way it works. It's just that's, not. That's like, that's like arresting a guy for robbing a fur store, and you, you, get him, you get him down to the station house, and he says, what jewels? You know, it's, <laughs> right. you know, it's, 
Yeah, he's he's just he's just giving you reason to believe he's committed other crimes. Right. So meanwhile, Lou Dobbs attacked uh, Robert <laughs> Mueller on Lou Dobbs tonight Ooh. through his. He was still managing to move his jaw around. What with those giant teeth in his mouth, uh, he said that uh, in response to the raid on uh, Michael Cohen, "quote uh-huh. This is now a man." That has to be brought under control, it would seem to me. Frankly, I can't imagine because each of us has come to terms with our own heart and conscience. I would fire the SOB in three seconds if it were me. Right. Well, that's why Donald uh, or Lou Dobbs is not president because maybe maybe he's actually dumb. Maybe we found the guy who's dumber than Donald Trump. (laughs) I think Lou Dobbs might fill that mold. Uh, and meanwhile, yeah, I, I don't know if he's dumb or that's just his agenda. I, yeah. you know, it, it's just weird. I don't know how you reconcile well, any of that. What we're hearing, Buzz, is that more and more often people inside the White House are contacting Fox News hosts and trying right. to get messages to Donald Trump through Fox News Channel. We know, oh, yeah, we know right off the bat that they're sending notes and and calling up Janine Pirro to say, hey, listen. Mm-hmm. Trump's not listening to us in these meetings. So can you say the following? Th- I, I know they're not prefacing the, that that way, but this that is way how- they have commentators. They've had uh, somebody on Fox today was uh, made a comment and said, "I'm talking directly to you, Mr. <laughs> yeah. President." In fact, I think Media Matters put together a whole uh, supercut of all the times in recent memory that Fox News Channel communicated directly to Donald Trump, where they said. Now, I know you're watching, Mr. President, and here's what you need to do. And they're like personally advising him. But now we've got this extra dimension. So I wonder if someone called up Lou Dobbs. And by the way, people are starting to hypothesize about who the deep throat might be inside the White House, where some of these leaks are coming from. And it could be just about anybody. But I like the idea of Kellyanne Conway. As the uh, weird, see, I expected John Kelly, but that's John Kelly, maybe, yeah, yeah. I wonder, yeah. If, I wonder if John Kelly though has like a military code of ethics that he carries around that may prevent him from doing that. Kellyanne Conway, on the other hand, has zero ethics about anything. Right. So, so it seemed to me as if she'd be the one more likely yeah, to, to sell maybe. out her boss, a maybe. Bit. And he has talked about making. There has been talk of making her White House communications director, or maybe she's already serving in that phone. Yeah. Uh, Just a couple of bits of Manafort news. Meanwhile, Manafort's lawyers filed a motion to suppress evidence found in uh, in Manafort's storage unit in Alexandria. Right. Uh, Meanwhile, Manafort was denied bail again by a judge handling one of his criminal cases. The court, however, gave the former Trump campaign chairman a list of assets that could secure his release from house arrest. So we'll Uh uh, we'll see about that. But, you know, I think if you're Michael Cohen, you're thinking, well, maybe I should take a look at what's happened to Manafort so far and get a sense of where I'm going with all of this. And should right. I? All should- the more reason for him to flip. All it, the more reason. Yeah. Cohen is under Cohen's under tremendous pressure here. And Avenetti is not just uh, it's not just lawyer speak when he says uh, that he expects uh, Cohen to fold like a pack of cheap cards. <laughs> well, here's my theory, Buzz. I've been doing this a lot lately, and I recognize that. And and insofar <laughs> as I'm recognizing that, I, w- I do want to underscore that I'm not married to any of these ideas. I don't have right. evidence along these lines. I'm just throwing out these ideas as food sure. for thought, things that sure. we can talk about and consider as maybe a possibility that perhaps, mm-hmm. and this is... I think this is a bit of a reach as far as my crazy theories go, but, but I think that there's perhaps a chance that, uh, that Donald Trump might have something to do with Michael Cohen getting that raid. And yes. Oh yeah. I mean, a lot of people think he, uh, Trump set up Cohen for this uh, yeah. starting with those comments on air force one. And yep. she said, you'll have to talk to Michael Cohen about this. Yes. Yes. And that's where I'm, I'm going with this. That's mm-hmm. where the narrative mm-hmm. begins because in that Air Force One interview the uh, last week, I, th- I believe it was uh, Wednesday or Thursday of last week, and we talked about this extensively. I wrote about this for the Daily Banter, so you can go and review everything I had to say about the beginning of all of this with regard to that Air Force One interview and Donald Trump using Michael Cohen as a human shield. If mm-hmm. that, if I was actually close to the mark with that assumption, with that you are, yeah. that theory, mm-hmm. uh, it's possible that Donald Trump's continuing to carry out that theory to, con- right. to continue carrying out this strategy of his got to make sure he's tucked neatly under the bus <laughs> exactly right but i mean what what we know donald trump 
is tr- at least trying to do publicly is make it uh-huh. seem as if he's cooperating with the special counsel's office. I've done nothing but cooperate. We've given millions right. of documents to mm-hmm. Mueller, and and so he he likes the idea of at least seeming to participate with whatever Mueller is doing, while also saying it's a witch hunt, which is mm-hmm. completely incongruous. But nevertheless, so let's say he calls up Robert Mueller and says, "I got my, hey, it's John Barron here. It's uh, John Miller. I'm uh, oh David Dennison. Which name am I using today?" David, De- yes, it's David Dennison here. Uh, uh, Bob, Bob, can you do the do me a favor? Look into Michael Cohen's bank account with regard to something about the National Enquirer and something about the two people I fucked. Okay, bye. And then he hangs up the phone, <laughs> and then Robert Mueller goes, "Hmm, maybe maybe we should take a look at what uh, Michael Cohen. Let's look a little closer at what Michael Cohen is hiding. Let's talk to like Rob I first. Said. Yeah, Don't you know. underestimate baby in a corner. <laughs> uh, and, I mean, he really is at this point. And uh, I, a lot of people are expressing some del- uh, delight and some glee at the, the developments uh, so far this week in mm-hmm. the Mueller probe and in the probe that was shifted over to the U.S. Attorney's Office in New York. Yeah. And I understand that. Uh, don't put away your uh, hats and horns just yet because uh, on Tuesday... <laughs> Uh, the next time Bob and I get together will be the day that uh, former FBI director James Comey releases his new book. Uh, wow. And so Trump's week or weeks of horror are not over yet. Uh, you're going to need more popcorn. Ah, can't wait for that. I know that uh, Comey is going to be appearing on the Rachel Maddow show. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which should be just maybe the highest ratings that she got. And by the way, <laughs> once again, another congratulations to Rachel Maddow for being the highest rated cable news host in all of cable news. Uh, what's the exact? Let me see here. Do I have this right? Let me just say while you're looking this up that she and her staff deserve it because they work their butts off getting that show on the air and doing an amazing award-winning job in doing so. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, she's a national treasure. That hour of broadcasting that she does every night has... I can't emphasize how much that has helped me to understand all the oh, things yes. that I read and get uh, shoved into my head throughout the course of a single I'm day. I'm right there with you. Yeah, and you know, how, you know what it's like where you sit down and for that hour... All of those puzzle pieces are put conveniently and and neatly into their places, and it is so invaluable. She is a national treasure. It, she is a living it, legend. You know? It helps us all. A grateful nation says thank you. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, that is the show for today. We're going to do the postmortem show coming up next. Uh, before we do, here's a few plugs, some things that you should be paying attention to right now. Buzzburr Bank, of course, can be found at buzzburrbank.com and realmnetwork.com. That's R-E-L-M network.com. That's for Buzzburr Bank news and comment. The best newscast you'll ever hear every Thursday. Thank uh, you, also on Twitter at, at Michael J. Elson. Uh, Jody Hamilton's at from-the-bunker.com. Jackie Schechner is your one-stop shop for everything on Russia. That's investigaterussia.org. It's amazing. Stephanie Miller shows at stephaniemiller.com. Kimberly Johnson's at patreon.com slash startmeup where they have a brand new logo that uh, I designed. I actually made the new logo for this. Oh, I have to go check that out. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, and then David Ferguson's at facebook.com slash comparebatban, and he's at patreon.com slash the T-Rex report. That's David Ferguson's podcast. Jen Kirkman's tour dates found at jenkirkman.com. Charles Johnson's littlegreenfootballs.com is yet another place where you can listen to the show. So go, go do that right now. Postmortem up next at Patreon. See you over there, folks. Bye-bye. Says who? <laughs>